You have reached the voice message box of... Norm Augustinus. Leave a message at the beep, fuckhead. Thanks. Next message. I'd like to insert a Burger King straw into the hole at the end of your cock, and then I'd like to blow into it until you die. Do you hear those sounds? That is my mommy taking 10 inches up the crapper from a chink she met at the gay bar. Don't come around here no more, Norman. You're not my daddy anymore. The Asian man that eats roadkill with the big dick is my new daddy. Goodbye, Uncle Norman. End of messages. He wishes he could have killed his grandmother. His mother says everything he touches turns to shit. He's been to jail, spent 24 hours in a mental institution, and unsuccessfully tried to kill himself three times. And now, live via the internet, abso-fucking-looting-free, Norm Augustinus. So two days ago, I had a party at my house up here in upper northern Michigan. And really, I'm in the middle of nowhere. <coughs> middle of nowhere, up here in upper northern Michigan. And I had a party. That's not a party like your party, imbecile. It's not your wife's three friends and their husband. And they're all standing around the fucking house looking at the window or looking at your plants. Or you're showing them something you did in the kitchen. Or you've got something you did in the garage. Or you're in the backyard showing them fucking Duchess's doghouse. It ain't that kind of party. No chick wants to do that. I could abscond your party if that's the kind of party you have. And I'm pretty sure it is. I could abscond that. I could take that from you in one second. Because all the bitches standing there, all they want is what? You got it. They want dick. That's all they want is dick. That's why they came to the party. They left their house. They came to the party because they thought there'd be dick there. A chick standing near a guy can detect the cum in his bag, and they go crazy. Unfortunately, society's mores, folkways, and all the other stuff has kind of blocked that out with people. But when they're standing in a room... They can smell your cum, and they want that cum. Just like you can smell their box dripping, all kinds of fucking tears of wanton desire into the crotch of their panties. And I know this. Do you know that I have such supersonic hearing so developed, this will sound like a joke, that I can hear when a chick is dripping tears of joy, her cunt is crying, all kinds of tears, lubrication tears, you know that I can hear the drops coming out of her fucking cunt. I can hear the drops hitting the cotton ventilated panel of their panties. I can hear it hitting because I've developed that. If you think there's more to life than that, you're out of your fucking mind. That's all there is. There ain't no such thing as frying pans. There ain't no such thing as a waffle maker. There ain't no such thing as a fucking stove, a heater, a furnace, a fucking doghouse, a snap-on tools. What there is such a thing is, is a chick so filled with desire, a heart pumping a gallon and a half of blood all day, every day, looking for fucking dick. That's the truth. 
think I heard my voice on that one. That's the kind of party I have. I don't have the party you have. I have a party where bitches go through windows with their panties on. I have a party where chicks are unconscious laying in a fucking kitchen. I have a party where chicks could get killed. I was getting blown one time at one of my parties, and I was playing with a fucking Glock, and I blew the woman's head off while she was blowing me. So I fucked a hole, too. This is not a joke. I said, okay, what can you do here? You can't back it up. You can't change what happened. This is what happened. This is what is. How do we make the best of this situation? And I told my dick out of her mouth, and I fitted my dick into the hole I blew into the side of her fucking her brain vault, her vault, her skull. And I fucked it. You've ever heard of skull fucking? Well, I invented that. You look up the term skull fuck, and you'll see that that phrase came from me, Norm Augustinus. It's not a joke. I blew her brains out with a Glock when I was looking at the Glock. You want to know something? The place was filled with partiers, festival goers. And you know how many people left after I blew her brains out? Nobody. The minute I blew her brains out and then I came inside her fucking skull, everybody start fucking. I mean, the clothes were going. That's what you're dealing with with a bitch. They're not human. They're not normal. They're not anything you could ever imagine. They're trying desperately to fit in, trying desperately to look normal to you. Once I blew her brains out with a Glock, and I think it had a hollow point, which means the bullet will flatten out and get to the size of a 50-cent piece or a big fucking cord or something like that. Once I did that, everybody stopped for a second, and then the fucking and the real party started, man. People start fucking dying all over the place. That's what a party is. I had a party. I had this fucking party, and I heard a big thump at the party, and everybody ran into the toilet because that's where the thump came from. And we went into the fucking toilet, and there was one of the bitches there with no fucking bra on, no fucking panties on. She was sitting on a toilet, only she broke the toilet off the two bolts. There's two bolts that hold the toilet down to the toilet flange. The flange is connected to the toilet. I know that now because I had to call somebody. When we fucking came in, she had the wax ring. Her legs were spread. And the wax ring was perfectly around her cunt. Her legs were spread, pulled back, knees hitting her fucking ears. And that wax ring was was like the, her cunt hole was directly in the middle of the wax ring. The wax ring was sealed perfectly onto her body, her torso area. Now, what's a wax ring? The wax ring is what prevents the toilet from leaking. It's like a big gasket, a big rubber gasket, only it's not rubber, it's wax or some sticky, sticky substance that's two or three inches thick and eight or ten inches in diameter, and this fucking thing was between her legs and perfectly over her cunt. And I remember everybody looking at her laying there. She was laughing when she broke the toilet off, which wasn't funny. She had big, floppy, fucking, gigantic cannons hanging from her chest, and I think they must have both been leaning one certain way, and when they were, it pulled her over, and she fell onto the fucking floor. She destroyed my Kleenex fucking box. I had a beautiful box from Kleenex. I got it from Taipei. Some chink I pumped there once a long time ago gave me this as a gift. It was made out of teak wood. It had special carving in it. I don't even know what the fucking letters said, what they meant. And you put it over a tissue box, so you buy Kleenex or something like that. And this chink that I pumped up there, she blew me, I fingered on her. We did all kinds of stuff. Walked around fucking tree-lined canals, eating cheese, all that shit that chicks like. And she smashed that fucking case. I didn't have it anymore. But she fell over on the toilet. And I remember we all looked in the toilet, everybody. It was a big party, man. You like the party? It was a big fucking party. 
And I said to everybody, boy, look at that. If I was to fuck her or anybody, and that wax ring's there, it'll make a perfect seal with your fucking, your dick, your balls and your dick, your genitals. As you're pumping out her fuckhole, it'll be a perfect hermetical seal on top of the perfect hermetical seal that happens when you put your cock into her fuckhole. It's a perfect hermetical seal. It doesn't let anything in. The cunt adapts to the dick, seals it up, takes a semen, semen hits the cervix, and eventually some gets through the cervix, and you have a pregnancy with a fucking all kinds of other stuff has to happen. And I thought, boy, I could seal myself onto her. And then my cock is sealed also in her cunt. It's a perfect double seal. And all I could think about was fucking her, and I saw the wax ring there. She broke the wax ring off the toilet. The toilet seals, the wax ring seals the toilet from leaking on the floor. That's the kind of fucking parties I have. I still got fucking the wax ring parts of it right now. If I reach down into my belly button, it's the stickiest shit you've ever seen. It's gooey and sticky. It's on my balls. It's inside my thighs. I'm still feeling wax shit, wax ring stuff on my asshole from when I fucked her out. A perfect hermetical seal. See, that's what happens at a party. That's the kind of parties I have. I have parties like that. Very few people have parties like that. That's the kind of parties that I have. Perfect seal with a fucking... I just took advantage of what was going on. If you unleash a female, you won't believe what you'll see. You will not believe what you see. I mean, a chick in a house right now, walking around, her husband comes home at six. It's fucking pitiful. It's pitiful what they have to reduce themselves to when I know what they really are. What they really are is this. A non-stop fuck machine looking for jism. They're just jism fucking pumps walking around with a fucking dilated eyes looking for dick. Do you know that I know for a fact that chicks say D-I-C-K over and over and over in their head non-stop 24-7? They can't stop saying it. You're going to say, what the hell are you talking about, Norm? This is fucking stupid. It is not stupid. Stupid. They say dick 24 hours a day, up to fucking, I don't know how many times, 20, 30 times. They'll just start saying this, D-I-C-K, D-I-C-K, D-I-C-K. Say they're in a big business meeting. They're sitting there with their leather satchel and their fucking notebook and their fucking Louis Vuitton red bottoms, their shoes. And all they do is really what's going on is D-I-C-K, D-I-C-K. D-I-C-K, 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 D-I-C-K. This is all a bitch says. Some bitches actually coordinate the D-I-C-K with their actual footsteps as they're walking. They put one foot down D. They put the other foot in front of I. They put the other foot in front of C. The other foot in front of K. D-I-C-K. All they think about is dick. Honest. It's pitiful. It's horrible. It's a real... Uh-oh. Hang on a minute, will ya? I just saw three chicks run past my window. I'm gonna take them out with a couple of hand grenades. I shipped two boxes of them home when I was in Vietnam. Open window. Pull pin. Throw grenade. Pull pin two. Throw grenade. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> 
Did you hear that? That was the bitches blowing off jugs hitting my window. I blew the broads the fuck up. Close window. There is no trespassing, by the way. Okay, let's continue on. I got... Okay. Oh, yeah. It's just a tragedy that this could be happening to American women because I know what they really are. They want truckloads of fucking dick. They want cargo planes landing on tarmacs. Hundreds of fucking men in them with big dicks. They want trains, every car, even coal trains, fucking diesel fuel. They want every car, every train to be filled with dick in every fucking car, every seat. This is what they want. And I know this. That's why it's easy pickings for me. It's easy pickings for me because I understand what a chick is. I understand that they want dick. Sure, one broke off the toilet, broke the toilet off, but I used her medical wax ring. I pumped her with that on. My bitches go out the window head first. We're fucking, and I was fucking at this party. And when I was done fucking, I went out in the living room, and it looked like a fucking circus. It looked like the Flying Luendas. It looked like the P.T. Barnum Circus, some old shit like that. People, chicks, mostly chicks, were being swung around the room in 360-degree circles by their ponytails, and the cum was flying out of their cunt as they were being swung. It looked like a well-coordinated something choreographed in my living room by dudes with big dicks, and they're swinging these bitches around, and the cum is coming out of the cunt. Sweats dripping off their tits, cum coming out of the cunt, and they're all laughing as they're being swung by their ponytail. This is what I came out of my room to see when I was done fucking the chick who broke the toilet off. It's amazing. That's the kind of parties I have. That's what parties are. I found people, often once or twice, I have found people in my yard dead 50, 60 yards from the house because they partied too fucking much. There's party at my house. I have parties all the time, and I invite you to come to it if you're a chick, but I can't because I know you're probably a fat fuck. I don't want no fat women. I don't want no minorities. I want one type of woman to be around me, a size three or a five bitch from Ireland, or she's come from there, her family is. She's got big, white, bulbous, milky tits. She's got orange eyes, real orange hair. I want this person. I want to fuck her. She's the true X-Men of our society, and I want to pump out that whore. I don't want no minorities coming to my house. I don't want no fucking curves. That's just fucking fat. That's all kinds of diabetes, medical problems, medical issues. I don't want that. I know what I want. I have fucking parties. I don't have what you have. The stupidness that you do. Hey, look at us. We got our barbecue going on. Look at the barbecue. Hey, what? You going for some barbecue chicken? Gail, she's over sitting over there. She's got wet panties on. Gail's soaking fucking wet, imbecile. Hey, Robin, you want fucking, what do you want? Some of these beans and chili? I made them myself. She don't want beans and chili. She wants fucking cock. She wants the stove off. She wants to be in a basement right now. And you holding their thighs and banging from the rear as her head is hitting the fucking sub pump again and again and again. That's what she wants. Those are stupid parties you have. What I have is a real party. It's beyond party. It's beyond exciting. 
It's surreal. It's metaphysical. It's like we're somewhere else when I'm partying. So I have this fucking party a couple days ago. Chick breaks off the toilet. I still am fucking picking off all kinds of the wax ring from my balls, my asshole, all over the place. I have this problem. I've got burned from the chick with her strap-on dildo. One of the chicks was here, and she was offering people to get fucked out with her strap-on dildo. I've got all kinds of burns from the vinyl straps for the strap-on on the back of my ass and the back of my thighs from taking the strap-on for hours upon hours of endless fucking pleasure. Endless. And think about the party. I'm thinking about the party, and I'm got my fucking syringe, and I got the syringes from the chemist. I bought 50. They come in a bag. As I'm thinking about the party. <coughs> Excuse me. As I'm thinking about the party. And I'm injecting Alka-Seltzer and saline solution into my balls because I want to see if when I pop a rod, does the stuff fizz, does my jism fizz when it hits something? Say she's laying on her back and her knees are hitting her fucking ears, and there's her big fucking gash. There it is, gigantic fucking gash. And when I pump off in front of her and blow my load onto her tits, I want to see if the load bubbles like Alka-Seltzer. And I want to see if I can put food coloring in it. I want to see if I can put flavoring in it. Because that's what makes sex exciting. Otherwise, what do you got? Just some chick that's smelling the place up, and you got a clothespin on your nose. There's got to be more. And I have found that more. I want to see if Alka-Seltzer in your balls will stay fizzing. Fizzing cum is excellent. It works. You should try it one day. Your bitch will never want to leave you ever. What's happened with most men is that mortgages and security in a house have replaced the idea of sex. This is kind of some way something that's happened. I got my mortgage. I got a bed over there. They gave up on sex. That doesn't happen with me. You may lose your life with me. That's why they want to fuck me. They just do. So as I'm pumping in a saline solution into my balls mixed with the Alka-Seltzer, thinking about my fucking party, I'm telling you, you've never seen nothing like it. Have you ever been in a house or a party or a basement or whatever, a dwelling? Have you ever been in there? The smoke is so fucking thick. It's like London in 1802 when Jack the Ripper was around. The, the fucking fog is that thick. You can't see anything. Nothing. And I give everybody a fucking dog whistle so that they can be found. You whistle your dog, you find it, and you fuck it. You can't see nothing because the smoke's so dense. And every breath you take, go, you go deeper and deeper and deeper into the heart of fucking darkness like you, you're in a goddamn one of those death deprivation chambers. And... Someone is not around to shut it off, and they went to sleep, and you're going back deeper and deeper and deeper. I have fucking that much smoke, that much goddamn weed burning in the house. I give everybody fucking micro dots of LSD. It's incredible. First thing, here's your five micro dots. Welcome to the fucking party, whore. And I take her by the ponytail and pour into the house. They love that shit. Forget about fucking rights. Forget about all kinds of shit. Uh, discrimination, sexual harassment, sexual... That doesn't fucking exist when you walk over my fucking portal. Now it's time to go for it. Smoke that dense. I've had people get skull fractures because the skull, fucking skull, the smoke is so thick. I'm starting to see smoke right now. I don't know how, but I am. I'm not smoking nothing, but I'm seeing smoke. I don't think that's a bad sign. So I'm in my bedroom. I'm fucking injecting this stuff in my dick. 
my ball sack, my 15.5 pounds of dick. I know it's 15.5 pounds because I weighed it on my friend's cocaine scale. I say this every time. Years and years ago, he was a cocaine salesman. He used to bring the coke into wherever he had to bring it into as dandruff on his shoulders. They had kids. They put dandruff on their shoulders. It was really coke. Walking on the thing, no one thought nothing of it. They just thought his fucking head was coming apart. It was dandruff. Really cool. I weighed my dick on his scale. 15.5 pounds. Bottom the scale out. I can still hear the metal clinking in my head. If I think about it right now, I could almost kind of go into a momentarily spasm and blank out if I think of that clanking noise. I don't want to think about that noise. It's a big damn dick. And I know that I'm going to be raped when I'm dead. I have no fucking doubt. I know that when I'm in a nursing home and there's all kinds of fucking people in there, fucking people, African-American women with giant heads, huge fuck size 15 fucking smock on, I know I'm going to be raped again and again. I'm going to be raped by Chaldeans. I'm going to be raped by fucking, you name the race, Iraqis, Egyptians, because I got 15.5 pounds of meat. It's awful. I won't have it. I won't be a participant in the intercourse. I'll be dead and they'll be abusing my cock. They'll be abusing it and using it. I know that's, I know that's the future. That's why I live every day for what I can get. Milk whatever I can out of every day. What's that phrase? Every day is a new life to a wise man. That's my motto. That's what I'm doing. So as I'm looking out the window, thinking of the party, thinking about the dense smog, thinking about the chick with a wax ring between her cunt, and it sealed us up real good as I was pumping the fuck away. It is the most emotional fuck I've ever had. This toilet wax ring connecting us, pubic hair stuck on it, some old urine, some fecal. I thought, this is unbelievable. I'm thinking about all the shits that's happened. And I'm looking out into the fucking lake, and as I'm looking out into the lake, I see someone sitting in a rowboat coming towards me. I can tell by the, the movement of the oars that it ain't no dude. I right away panic, and I think, is it the DNR? Is it a game warden? Is it a federal agent? Is it the local cops? Who is it? Is it child custody services? I don't know who it is. I start to think that, though. We've got an escape door in the fucking floor of this place. I can drop into that thing, and I've now dug it. Honest to God, it's about 250 feet the length of this tunnel to get the fuck out of this house. It's incredible. It comes up now through an old tree that's hollowed out. I can come up to the old tree and come out the tree. It's amazing. Also got a tree outfit inside the tree. Sounds funny. Sounds made up or something. But there's a tree outfit inside the tree so that when I get into the tree from going to 250 feet of the tunnel, I can pull on the tree uniform, the tree outfit. It's like a costume, like a Halloween costume, only much better. I can pull it on. I can come out of the tree and stand next to the tree, and I look like a baby fucking tree. Nobody thinks nothing of it. You can't find him. He's gone. You should have to be ready for that shit. As I'm looking out into the lake, I see this woman coming towards me, and I can see it's a woman. I can see the way she uses the oars, and I'm skeptical. I'm a little bit concerned. So I pull out the syringe out of my sack. I put the syringe away. I bought 50 that came in a pack at the fucking chemist near my house, and I put the syringes away. I put the Alka-Seltzer away. My experiment is really... I'm actually, I'm really schooling myself beyond anything I could have ever imagined in every way possible. And I know she's coming to the house. So I go out the front door. I come around the house and I'm standing near the edge of the lake. And when she's coming near the edge of the lake, now I've got mirrors there. 
And the mirrors allow me to see in certain directions on top of the lake if anything is coming towards me. These big fucking mirrors that you can move. It's for security. As I look up into the mirror, why this woman in this canoe is coming towards me, she looks harmless enough and I deem that to be so. I look up into the mirror and I can see something that I just learned something. I just learned something. Something deep. Something more. Something to do with sexuality. That's all we are. Nothing else is real. Nothing else matters. Whatever you're doing the fuck right now is nothing. What is important is is your dick into some chick's asshole. That's what's important. Is your dick driving driven deep into some chick's snatch right now? Are you 69ing somebody? That's what is important. You're connected directly with the hand of God. You're connected. You're in the mix. The fuck cares about fucking Game Boy or some whatever the fuck is going on? Nobody. So I look up into the mirror and I see this condition or this clear explanation to something more. Something came to me, some clear flash of light, some bolt of information out of the, they say out of the blue. It came to me and I look and I can see on top the canoe. She's in the canoe, but I see kind of a shot on top the canoe on the water. And I realize that a canoe when you look at the top of a canoe, if you could put a canoe in the water and you could rise above the canoe, you have powers or something. You rise above the canoe, you're in a tree, you're above it, you're in a hot air balloon. I don't know what you are. You rise above the canoe and you look down, you realize that a canoe looks like a chick's gash. It looks like a V of vagina. This is what it looks like. A canoe looks like a pussy, a gash between a woman's legs. It's the same contours, the same fucking shape. And then the water that's moving on the sides of the canoe, it looks like like stretch marks that the cunt has incurred over years and years of being fucked out. These lines that are moving in the water. These, you know, these movement lines in the water. Vibration lines, movement lines, current, whatever it is, coming off the water. These waves. And I realize it's it's a pussy. A canoe is a pussy. And it's been fashioned after the pussy. And then I understood what they meant by fucking tuna boat. Tuna boat, because it looks like a fucking canoe. A canoe, a tuna boat. The, the canoe look is for, is in the boat. The, the, the canoe, the boat, tuna boat. The fucking cunt looks like a canoe when the canoe's floating on top of the water. And you got all these water waves, these current lines and all kinds of other shit that looks like part of the pussy. And I can see that it's a pussy. A canoe's a pussy. And if there's a bitch in the pussy, if I go if I go into the boat, into this alleged pussy, the canoe, it's like there's a there's a thing inside the pussy. That's the real meaning. There's a man sitting inside the gash, there's a woman there, and that's all that matters. You're in the gash floating atop the water. What's the water signify? The water is all the juices, the fucking rain coming out of that cunt when she's turned on. I don't know if you can understand that stuff. But I try to make it as clear as I can. I've got the kind of mind that I can try to take it apart. I can simplify it for you because I know that you have trouble understanding shit like this, as do most people. But man, you're at the fountain right here. You're at the place that you need to be right now. Don't go anywhere else. You're right where you're supposed to be right now. It's not by accident. It's by intention. You didn't even know it happened. It just did. Look at a canoe from above the canoe and you'll see that it mimics, it copies a woman's pussy exactly. Have you ever had a chick, she's on her back, 
I've had this happen many times. And you tell her to stand on her head and she spreads her legs so you can look down and see that pussy perfectly. And I've done that many times. It looks just like a canoe. The gash between your bitch's legs is a fucking canoe. You get it? It's a canoe. And she's in it. She's paddling all over the place in her canoe looking for the fucking oar. And what's the oar? The oar is your dick. She's looking for the oar to control the canoe, to steer it to the place it needs to be. What kind of a madman made a fucking canoe out of the fucking design, the metaphysical properties, the physicalities of a chick's pussy? What kind of a person would have done that? I guess a smart person. I never knew that. I thought a canoe was just a fucking boat, a skiff or something, whatever you call it, floating on the surface of a pond, a lake, a river, or wherever. I thought it was that. Oh, no. It's not that at all. It's too perfect. It's too much of a non-coincidence. If you look at the top of a canoe from above, you'll see that it is a it is a fucking gash. It's a chick's pussy moving around. It's moving around. Look at the pussy move around the lake. That's what the boat is. It's moving around looking for dick. And that's what a pussy's supposed to look for. It's looking for dick because it's chocked full of fucking eggs. It's unfurling. It's just fucking unfurling, Bradley. It's unfurling. A cunt is only two inches long. Three inches long. That should scare the shit out of you. Look it up. Go ask Google how long a woman's vagina is. You think I'm shitting you? Maybe you'll finally believe me when she tells you that a woman's vagina is three inches long. Have you ever heard of such propaganda? Three inches long? Are you fucking nuts? My cock is 14 inches long when it's fully erect, my pud, and I never have bottomed out not even once. I one time had a chick tell me that she thought I hit her cervix. Then she said, do it again. Her cervix, that's a thing way at the end of the cunt, the opening. It's right there. It opens and closes. It's really spooky. It lets come in. It looks like a fucking big round thing with a hole in it. Let's come in. Closes, opens, baby comes out of it, it dilates, I don't know, four fucking centimeters, ten centimeters, it gets huge so the kid can come out. One time I had a chick say, I think you hit my cervix. Have you ever heard that by anybody? They wouldn't tell you that. I've had chicks that they couldn't walk out. I've had to help them. Because I hit her cervix at other times. A cunt in a canoe. The canoe and the cunt is one and the same. When she gets to the shore with the canoe, she's paddling it, looking around. The cunt is the cunt boat, the canoe, floating around a lake. It's looking for dick. It's looking for dick. Now think about it. If you're a man, the canoe was unoccupied. You find the canoe, you get in the canoe, and now the dick is in the pussy. That's scary. I mean, that's really scary. It's something to be aware of, something to kind of be on the lookout for. Once she gets out of the canoe. This woman, we start talking, and it's a, it's a, it's kind of an enjoyable talk. She gets out of the canoe, and when she does, she's got these khaki shorts on. Now the khaki shorts are very short, but they're cuffed, and my eyes right away go right to the pussy. See, the pussy doesn't lie. You're going to say, Norm, this is a lot of pussy stuff. Yes, it is, because that's all there is. The pussy doesn't lie. It's a truth detector. It's a lie detector. If she gets out of the canoe and you can see that her snatch is wet, 
It's not from the canoeing. It's because she was dreaming of me. She was hoping to bump into me. And the pussy isn't lying. There she is. We start talking. We go in the house. And she's on the other end of the lake. And she said that she had heard and wanted to meet, see if she could meet me. She wanted to see if that I would pump her out, if I'd ball her out, bang her out. She wanted to see what I would do if I showed up. Now, here comes something. A perfect experiment. Now, here's maybe where the story starts. The perfect ideal situation that could have happened to me at that moment. Yes, my mind was ablaze. A, a yes, I was gobsmacked by the fucking, the similarities, the uniqueness, the, the kind of coincidence that happened with her showing up. Here's where the story kind of starts. I think that I willed her to this house, to this home, out here in the middle of nowhere, 100 acres, surrounded by state land, state forest, nothing here at all, except a fucking, an, honest to God, an Apache Indian tribe out in the fucking woods. There's also a pair of boots out here. This is the truth. I may have talked about it once or twice. They're almost rotted out. They're in the woods, and a guy died with these boots on, and if you can put your feet into them, they're like petrified into the ground. Like, like it's turned to cement. If you could put your feet into these, you have a guaranteed good luck, unending luck for a year. I found these boots and I did it. I also found a lot of rubbers around it. So I think people were getting into the boots and they were getting banged out. Say I got into the boots and the chicks in front of me and you hammered her from the fucking rear as you were getting a good luck. Now that's good luck. There's all kinds of nifty things like that up here in upper northern Michigan, all kinds of Indian burial grounds. I've dug the shit out of them. I mean, I've dug them up and dug and dug and dug. The problem with America is that there ain't fucking nothing old here. It's not like being in the UK, thousands of fucking years of history over there. In a goddamn America, we got a couple hundred years of history. You might find some fucking old Comanche, some old Apache skullcap, or some other shit. Fucking... Buffalo Indian bones, fucking shark teeth. I don't know what else you could find, but what good is that shit? Not very good. But I have heard that they did scalp people up here in northern Michigan. They did scalp them. They did break their teeth out. And I've been looking for leather fucking bags with gold teeth on them since I've been up here. And I know I'm going to find it. One day you're going to hear me come out of this recording, and I'm going to be a wealthy man. I won't have to work anymore. I won't have to do anything anymore because I found some fucking Apache's fucking leather satchel bag, his fucking wampum bag, or whatever you call it. I found that bag filled with Indian teeth that he bumped out, that he hammered out of the white man, and I found it, and I'm going to turn him in and have melted. I just know that's coming. I believe things that firmly. I know that through my optimism, my beliefs that anything and everything is possible. That's why this shit consistently happens to me. So I, she gets out of the boat, and I look right to her crotch, and I can see she's turned on. Who gets turned on fucking using oars in a canoe? It is possible, the up and down, the back and forth motion, the movement of the water, right? The ripples in the water. I guess that's the word I tried to find earlier. And I say to myself, this is fantastic. This chick can help me with my fucking invention that I've been working on. This is unbelievable. Now, what do we call her? Let's just call her some old school name so I can remember it. And you can kind of get involved in the story, be a third party foyer, foyer or whatever. Let's call her Cindy because she, she sort of looked like a Cindy somehow. I don't know how. Let's call her Cindy. Now, I have been working 
non-stop on a metal detector. Now, I know something about metal detectors because I've told you on and off throughout these recordings that at one time I was going to be a wealthy man. I was destined to be wealthy. It was supposed to happen. It was There was no exception. It wasn't by coincidence. It was by design. At one time, I was metal detecting with a woman. I gave her the metal detector to use. I took her out to this old farmhouse to fuck her there. That's the only reason I went metal detecting with her. I was going to hump her out there. She was going to suck me off. I was going to bang her from the rear. She was going to lick my, give me a rim job here and there, a rim job for her. We we're going to do all kinds of things. But unfortunately, she had beginner's luck and she found a coin worth $500,000. Today it's worth more. $1855, $20 gold piece. Look the fucking thing up. I never really recovered from that. I never recovered because I know what I would have done with the money, and I've heard today she's broke. She's had four or five fucking abortions, and other things have happened to her, and the money's gone, but that wouldn't have been me. So I've always resented that. I've always felt that I had, it was within my grasp, I guess you would say. So I've been working on a metal detector, and I guess I'm going to take out my loss a certain other way. I'm not going to be able to extract gold with this metal detector, but it's going to give me a spiritual gold of fulfillment that I've never felt before, that uh, an unending fulfillment, uh, physical and spiritual fulfillment. It's not going to be gold, but this metal detector that I've been working on, it's it's incredible. It's insane, and it works. Now, in every way a metal detector it looks like a metal detector in every way, possible way. Now, what is a metal detector? A metal detector is a device that has a circuit board in it. It has a pole and it has a round loop at the bottom and a handle. Some of them have meters and gauges and fucking LED gauges and fucking quartz gate, whatever they've got. Display gauges. A metal detector sends a signal down into the dirt. And if it bounces off metal, it bounces back, goes to the fucking loop. That's the thing, the transmitter. And it'll make a beeping sound for the guy using the metal detector. Like that. I once metal detected somewhere that was just filled with pull tabs. This is years ago. It must have been thousands of fucking pull tabs and fucking bottle caps. And all I heard was... And I got really jumpy. I was shell-shocked, really. I had sick and shell-shocked. I didn't know. I didn't do it for a long while because of that experiment experience. So I've been working on a metal detector that transmits a VLF frequency. Now, when I say VLF, that means very low frequency. This very low frequency, I can transmit out with 500 watts of power using just 18 volts. Now, when I say 18 volts, I'm talking about AA batteries, and they're in these packs inside the metal detector. Why do I want to transmit a VLF signal out of the loop of this metal detector? Why would I want to do that with 18 volts? Now, here's why. I have studied this system, this device of my own creation, my own making, this invention. I have used it on different animals. I've used it on fish and aquariums. I've used it in all kinds of instances to see what will happen. What will happen? Well, say there's fish in a fish tank, and I've done this many times. If the fish are in a fish tank and they're swimming around to and fro, doing whatever it is they have to do, going to the places they have to go, inside this fucking constraints of the fish tank, which is sort of like the way you and I live. And I take the loop of the metal detector. That's just a little round 
a little round disc at the bottom of the pole above where the handle is. There's a box, there's a handle, there's a pole that goes down to the ground, and in that pole is this little loop. If I aim this loop at the fish tank and I press a button, the fish act crazy. And why do they act crazy? They actually will pass out. They like they're getting electrocuted. Now, they're not getting electrocuted. They're just VLF, very powerful, 500-watt-driven waves that I'm transmitting into the fish tank. It hits the glass. The water amplifies this, these beams, these vibrations. And the fish act crazy, and then they kind of just pass out. They're stunned. They pass out. And I tried this on all kinds of things. I've done it on toads. I've aimed it at birds sitting on branches. And in every instance, the bird will have a spasm and, and fall off the limb. The toad will black out. He just flips over on his back. White milk comes out of his back. His eyes pop like, and he's on his back. I aim it at the ground, the metal detector, and worms will actually come out of the ground. Night crawlers will evict themselves out of the ground at their own accord. They just come right out of the fucking ground because of this metal detector I've made. Now, the metal detector is no longer a metal detector. It's not going to beep if I go over gold, silver, or anything else, iron, pull tabs, whatever. It's not going to beep a mineralized soil. It's not going to make any noises. It's not going to beep. It looks like a metal detector by all intents and purposes, but it's not a metal detector. It's an actual VLF projector, a transmitter, and not a metal detector. And you're going to say, why do you want to do that, Norm? You want to stun birds? You want to stun toads? You want to knock fish unconscious in an aquarium? You want worms to come out of the ground fleeing the pain of whatever it is they're, they're experiencing through your VLF transmitter? No, I don't want to do that to animals. But I need that kind of power because it's been invented for a female. Never again will I allow myself to lose a $500,000 gold piece. Never again can that happen in the fucking historama of my life, Norm Augustinus. It can't happen, and it's not going to happen. I can't allow that to happen again. Of all the things that happened to me in my life, that has damaged me the most. Nothing else has damaged me. I've come back again and again and again and again. When I say come back, I'm talking when you think like I do, you're not exactly no longer on the mainstream. You're thinking differently. No matter what they tell you in the world, how original thinkers are embraced, you can think anything you want. We encourage original thinkers. We encourage people who think out of the box. Well, they don't fucking know what out of the, that's all bullshit. They're out of the box thinking is nothing like Norm Augustinus is out of the box thinking. Sounds good on paper on their corporate level. So what my metal detector is, because I can't be taken advantage of again, is an actual fucking, it's a pussy, it's a pussy stimulator. I guess that's the best I could say. It's a female pussy dilator, stimulator, massager, whatever you want to call it. It's not a vibrator. And how it works is this. Now, she's just come up on her fucking canoe, and we're doing good. We're already talking. I don't fuck around like you. I don't say, how you doing? Hey, what's up? Hey, would you like to go get fucking dinner? They don't want to get dinner. They've had dinner a million times. They know what the fuck it's like to eat a goddamn meal. What are you taking them? Something nifty? Something cool? Something original? They don't want that shit. I don't ask them nothing like that. The first thing I say is, do you like LSD? You want to fucking fake to take a trip? You want to fucking party? 
You want to smoke some Pinconning Paralyzer? You ever been swung around a fucking room and you're wasted and you go fucking feet first into the dresser or the chest, the top of it, feet first into that, crashing into the perfume bottles and all the other shit up there? The sabs, the creams, the spoons, the grinders, whatever else I have on top of my dresser and chest of drawers. I just ask them straight out. I don't have fucking time. I'm going to spend forever in the goddamn ground. Do you understand, Aunt Simpleton? And so are you. Stop wasting time, imbecile. Stop fucking dragging your feet. So I've made a metal detector that looks like a metal detector that I can give to a partner to go metal detecting and I can have instant fucking pussy. There's no question. I've aimed it at shit again and again and again. I've aimed my pussy transmitter. This VLF transmitter looks like a metal detector. I aimed it once at an ivory-billed woodpecker. You know they're worth $50,000 if you can find one. They say they're extinct, but I've seen them. I've aimed it at woodpeckers and knocked them unconscious. Honest to God. I've aimed them at badgers. I've aimed 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 it at minxes, at beavers, at minks. Every fucking time they respond to the metal detector. See, an animal sees you with this and they think, look at that guy, that's just a human with a metal detector. They don't get afraid of you. How does it work? Say the girl on the canoe, or any other female, if you've seen a female, your female, your fucking sister. Say a chick is with you, and you ask her to go metal detecting. You give her the real metal detector. Now, you've got my fake VLF high-powered pussy tremulator. I guess that's another thing I called it, the tremulator. You've got the pussy tremulator that looks like a metal detector. And she's walking alongside you, and she's swinging a loop looking for gold, silver, and all kinds of other treasures, because that's what bitches want. Well, the real treasure is in her pants for you. That's the real treasure that you can have immediate payoff. And how does it work? You're using your metal detector just like her. Only in one instance, as she's walking towards you, and her legs are spread, and she's swinging her metal detector, you lift the loop of your metal detector, my fucking tremulator. It's not available yet anywhere. It's probably illegal. You lift the tremulator, and you point the loop of the metal detector of my tremulator towards her fucking gash, towards her snatch, her beaver, her stump fucking grinder. You aim it towards that cunt. And you push the hidden button on the side of the metal detector. And once you push that, the 500 watts of VLF frequency is transmitted out the loop of my tremulator and where? Into her stump. Her stump eater. It goes there. Into her fucking beaver. It goes in there. Her fucking cunt. It goes in there. And what happens? And I know this is true because I just know. I know the kind of results I have. What will happen? Well, she'll drop the metal detector, her eyes will roll back, and she'll sort of go bull-legged and start to experience some kind of a mini-orgasm right in front of you. Now, you shut the tremulator off. Just before she comes, she doesn't know why she's coming. She thinks it's because of the terrain. She thinks it's because of you. She thinks it's because of the day. She thinks it's because she's straight off her period and she's horny. It's Nobody knows why. They have this all the time. But she associates... This intense sexual vibration is feeling between her legs that you brought on with your fake metal detector, the VLF tremulator. And now what are you doing? You're fucking. Now you're fucking. And that's what I'm going to do. And that's what I'm going to do with this blonde-haired girl. That's where this story's going. That's what we've been leading up to.
I had to give you a base first. Shut up! I had to tell you about the tremulator. I had to show you that my intentions are good. I have to show you my character and the stuff I'm made of so you can understand me and go from there and make your own conclusions so that maybe one day you want a tremulator. You'll have to understand this. You have to get this. I was walking around a farmhouse years ago. I was in my 20s. I was inches away from a $500,000 haul. It was my coin. She didn't know fucking metal detecting. She didn't know what coins were, just that they were spendable. She wouldn't give me the coin. Her father tried to sue me. I was in and out of courts. I got restraining orders served by marshals. There was all kinds of trouble. I spent fucking 16 days in jail because they made shit up. Well, this is what's happened out of it. This is the outcome of that shit, that bullshit I had to endure. That uncomfortable situation. You know that when I'm beating my meat at night, two, three in the morning, smoking dope, smoke fucking popping LSD, fucking all kinds of shit, blotter acid, fucking heroin, whatever I'm doing, it always comes into my mind. I can still see, I hope I don't put this on you, I can still see the coin coming out of a slot in the ground, this gold fucking coin. It looked as good as the day it went into the ground. I don't know how the coin got there. Come back from the Old West or whatever. I don't know how it got there. But I can still see the coin coming out of that slit that she cut in the ground and that coin doing all these flips and turns and spins and the sound of that coin as her fucking shovel hit it as it went into the air. I can still see it. I can't get it out of my fucking head. I don't know. You know, I met a woman up here that can kill people with her hair. And I used her once. And it works. Had she not already be dead, I'd have gone right back there the lady that cuts hair in town here. And she has everybody's fucking hair in the county. She can manipulate and curse and pox anybody in the county. It sounds like a fucking movie. It's like some witchcraft or some shit like that. But it's true. Trouble with the mail lady. She was going to give me trouble. And I just by chance thought it was a lark. And now the mail woman is dead. But it was handy. So that's what the fucking tremulator is. Still see that coin. I can still hear fucking laughing. I can still hear saying no. Now, I could have overpowered her. I could have taken that coin out of her fucking hand. I could have dumped her in the well in the back of that farmhouse. There was an old barn in the back. It had a second level, and there was hay up there. And hanging from the fucking roof of that was this big hook. I could have hung her on that hook and took the coin. Couldn't I? I didn't do any of that. I was timid. I was... Like you. I didn't want to do that. I, it wasn't my coin. She found it. I, I was in pain. I was hurting, but I didn't take it. I, it's, I guess it's your fucking coin. But now with the tremulator, I'm going to get back that $500,000 coin one pussy at a time. And I think there's a market for the tremulator. You know, there's big metal detecting clubs all over the world, especially in the UK. Do you know that women like this because they can find money and gold coins just like that? And they walk around with shorts on and no bras on. They're walking around. They're horny. They want something to drink. They're being baked by the sun. They're walking, horny, vibrating, wanting dick. First thing a chick thinks of when she's out in the wild is this. If I only had dick to go along with the sound of those bird calls. If I only had dick to go along with that rush of that rolling river.
If only had Dick. As I heard that eagle flying over my head, a bald eagle calling out, it would be a perfect day. They want Dick. Big fucking UK metal detecting clubs. You pick one that's all women. And you bring your fake metal detector and you aim your tremulator at their torsos of these English bitches. Pretty soon you're fucking. It's not a joke. I've seen the fish. I've seen their eyes cross. I've seen the badgers. I've seen the fucking minks. I've seen the wolverines. I've seen this shit happen. I've seen it. I saw a robin once. I aimed my tremulator at it. The robin thought I was metal detecting. And what happened? He just fucking froze. He was pulling the worm out of the ground. Froze. Dropped to his side. The worm got away. Imagine a beach. Imagine a fucking beaches, imbecile. People and bitches at the beaches, they're all saying they're laying there with a two-piece bikini on their cunt is on fire. I used to one time tunnel under sand at beaches. It's not a joke. I would tunnel under the sand because I knew right where the chicks would, would accumulate, where most of them. I'd be under the sand and I was able to push my middle finger up or my index finger and I could finger out these bitches laying on the sand as they were laying there. I did this and I thought, there's got to be something easier than that. Tunneling under the fucking sand of chicks suntanning and playing with her clit moving on to the next chick. If I had the tremulator fake metal detector and I was on the fucking sand at the beach, what would I have to do? I just aim the tremulator onto the fucking beach where all the bitches are atop their fucking towels that are on, on the sand, their beach towels or whatever you call them, and they'd all be turned on. They'd be disabled wanting dick. Each one's worth how much? I figure that I'm going to find or get or mine $500,000 in pussy thanks to the tremulator. Fly over a Catholic school, some chicks all, all girls school. I aim the tremulator at the school when they're in the back playing at the playground. They all start fucking. Cops stop you and they say, what's that? That's a metal detector. Oh, metal detector. No problem. You're no problem at all. No. Just don't smell my fingers. It's a tremulator imbecile. So she came up out of the boat. We start talking. We go in the house. We do a lot of dope. We're laughing and shit. I make her a ham sandwich, a half a ham sandwich, and I put cheese on it. We're laughing, and I say to her, would you like to go metal detecting to Cindy? I think that's what I said we'd call her. I said, Cindy, do you want to go metal detecting? She said, sure, I've never done that. We're having a good time. She just came out of her pussy boat. That's what a canoe is. It looks like a pussy if you see it from the top view. She came out of a pussy. She has a pussy. She's pursuing a dick in me. She wouldn't be around me if I was a chick. She wants dick. It's about pussy and dick. I'm getting frustrated right now. I'm starting to pop a mini rod right now, and this is a man show. I don't want to pop a rod. Can you imagine that the way you can orate, the way that you can speak, can actually turn yourself on because you're like dismissed, you're like a third party, it's not really you? I'm actually into my conversation. As a third party, someone on the outside. So Cindy and I, I, I gave her the metal detector. I had another. And I had my tremulator. And we went out to a cemetery that's not far from where I live. Very rural cemetery. If 
talking someone there, 1750s, 1800s, way up here in upper northern Michigan. People who came from other countries and things, like Irish people and stuff who died, came here, moved down closer to Detroit, made a living at Ford or GM or Chrysler, and that's where they are. So we went to this place. Because I figured their coffins are all eroded away. There's nothing much there. They don't have probably any fillings. It's just nothing. If we find something, it might be someone who was visiting them years ago. And she's walking in the cemetery in the back where there's no burials. And I thought that'd be a good place. And I aimed the tremulator at Cindy's torso. Pretend like I'm metal detecting. It's sort of embarrassing. I'm metal detecting, but I'm not metal detecting. I'm going to find my treasure in just a few. When I activate the tremulator, and it hits her pussy, hits her clitoris. The clitoris and the thighs are receiving units. That's what the legs are in a woman. They're antennas. They're feeling vibrations. They're looking for a dick. And the clitoris is the final end. It transcribes. It takes in all the information through the legs. The leg areas of a woman is just a basic antenna. It takes in anything it hears, anything it feels. But then the clitoris that's up in the cunt, it now starts to dissect the signals. And in there, it'll find reasons to start, to start dripping, to start dripping drain drops of fucking desire into the cotton ventilated crotch of her panties. Can you imagine something like that? I suggested to a company years ago, <clears throat> excuse me, if we could remove the cotton ventilated panels, reactivate them of the billions of panties thrown away every year, we could extract this vaginal lubrication distill it and turn it into a kind of oil and make it marketable. Vaginal oil, I don't know what you'd call it. But, it, it, you know, it is it is viable. So we're at the cemetery. We're walking. We're laughing. I brought some extra stuff. We got some weed. I brought pre-rolls. I don't usually bring pre-rolls. It's garbage. Corporate rolled up fucking marijuana cigarettes. It makes no sense. Why would anybody want a corporate rolled up fucking marijuana cigarette or a, mar- or a joint or doobie, whatever you call it, weed? Why would anybody want a corporately rolled thing by a bunch of fucking bean counters and you think you're going to get a real dube? You're not. We're walking in the cemetery. We're laughing. I plan on having a picnic. And she's metal detecting. And I aim it over at Cindy, the my fucking tremulator, this thing that I'm going to use. I'm going to extract my $500,000 one pussy at a time. Does it sound twisted? I don't know. One twat at a time I'm going to extract my pain and frustration using my tremulator through the fucking metal detector that I lost a $500,000 on. And I remember aiming it at Cindy's pussy. I can clearly see her reaction. And she said, I found something. I thought she was saying she found something in her... I thought she was saying something, that she had found something in, the, in her pants and she was turned on and it screwed her up. She was going to pass out and drop to her knees. The tremulator fucking made her immobile. She just wants dick. She said, I found something. And when I went down there, I shut the tremulator off. I stopped broadcasting. I said, what'd you find, Cindy? What'd you find? You just came out the pussy that's floating on the water and you have a pussy too. What did you find? And sure shit enough, she finds a fucking 10 cent piece, a fucking 10 cent coin that's in mint condition. I looked it up in a fucking book. It says it's worth $2,800. It's a silver dime. It was a mercury dime. They called it a mercury dime. Worth $2,800. That's my fucking mercury dime. 
And she popped the dime out, and she was looking at the dime. She then says, I'm going to detect a hole some more, like she's a master. When she mentally detect a hole some more, there was more coins came out, and more coins and more coins, like somebody buried a fucking case of coins here in, in tribute of some stiff who fucking died. The one dime was worth $2,800. Then she found more and more fucking coins. One was a double mint. Meet wheat that coin. That thing was worth $4,400. I know coin prices and coins because my dad collected them. Every fucking time a coin came out, I start pushing the tremulator button again and again and again and fucking tweeting and, and fucking gritting my teeth, motherfucker, as I press the tremulator hidden button again and again and again. Every fucking time she found something, I was punching the tremulator button. I was pissed off. I was angry. I was supposed to be extracting pussy for my loss. I wasn't supposed to be fucking seeing more coins come out of a slot that looked just like a pussy. Anytime I've ever taken a girl out metal detecting, I don't know what it is. In Mother Earth, they don't dig a hole. They create a slot, and they pop the coins out of that or whatever they find. They just create a slot. And why wouldn't they? 99% of their life has to do revolving around their goddamn slot between their legs. I always dug holes. Found some more. just kept coming out. I got some more, Cindy said. I said, God, are you lucky? Oh, boy, this is a wonderful fucking day as I'm pushing a button and pushing a button and nothing's fucking happening. I think Cindy became immune to it or I broke the goddamn button from the excessive pushing, the excessive pressure I was pushing on the button. Give me just a second, will you? I was trying to fry Cindy's clit with my tremulator transmitter VLF. <coughs> oh, fuck. Someone's at the door. Now what? Jesus. <coughs> oh, my fucking teacher used to say, her name was Mrs. McRoberts. He always said this to me when I'd fucking raise my hand and we all fucking self-corrected our papers and I'd always say, A. Mrs. McRoberts would always follow and she'd say, It, it all comes, comes out, out in the, the wash, wash Norman. Norman. You've been listening to the one and only... My dick is enormous. There is no escape. We meet at the big clock in cyberspace. It's dark out there in cyberspace. It's scary out there in cyberspace. You're out there in cyberspace. You're frozen with fear. You don't know what to do. You're looking up, you're looking down, you're looking to the right, you're looking to the left. It's windy out. You don't know what to do. You're frozen. Till eventually and quite abruptly, you hear this distant chiming clock in the background. And you follow the chiming clock until it gets louder and louder and louder. Eventually bringing you upon this brightly illuminated place in cyberspace. There's thousands of people there. They're holding hands. They're smiling. They've been waiting for you. There's that thing that brought you to this place in the first place. It's a tower. A hundred, hundred and fifty feet tall. Brown bricks, tan mortar. Way at the 
top of this tower is a glass bezel. It's a clock. It's backlit. And above this is this chimey bell-like thing that brought you to this place in the first place. And you know why you're at this place in the first place. You're here to clear out your pains, your frustrations, your aches, your woes, your disappointments, your hurts, the person that died on you, the ramen noodles, you're sick of eating, the credit cards you can't pay off, the apartment you can't pay for, the house you think you'll maybe never own, the bitch who left you, the guy who left you. You're here to clear all those pains and frustrations out. And how do we do that? Well, the moment you heard my voice, you were instantly and automatically filled up with this highly absorbent orange-colored solution. It's been inside your body, sloshing about this entire recording. And now, at the end of this recording, we lie you gently down, we pop the corks in your toes, and all of that highly absorbent orange-colored solution comes gushing out of your body. Look at it. It's forming a small mini lake alongside you. It's orange-colored. It's rusty. It stinks. It's toxic. We shake your feet getting out the last drops of highly absorbent orange-colored solution and replace the corks in your toes. You can't believe how good you feel. You feel like you could go on another second, another minute, another day, another hour, another year, maybe infinitely. It doesn't matter that a friend of yours is making $250,000 a year and lives in a $700,000 house. It doesn't matter that another friend of yours has got the best-looking bitch you've ever seen or another friend of yours has the best-looking dude you've ever seen. None of that shit matters. All that matters is how good you feel right now. You know you can feel this good anytime you want to, anytime you're in duress, anytime you feel like you can't go on another second. All you gotta do is think of the big chiming clock in cyberspace where you meet your pal, your friend, Norm Augustinus, and instantly and almost automatically you feel refreshed and clear. You know the best part of this recording, the most important part of this recording, at least to me, is that for one hour we were friends. Friend, I enjoyed myself. I hope you did too. Write me, normaugustinus at gmail.com. Tune in again for another exciting episode from the amazing mind of Norm Augustinus. Dear Emily, I have invented a dildo that looks exactly like one of the smokestacks on the RMS Titanic. My dildo is 14 inches long and looks just like one of the smokestacks that were on the Titanic. There were four 62-foot-long smokestacks on the Titanic when it went down. My smokestack dildo replicas are only 14 inches long, and three other 14-inch long lifelike smokestacks come with my Titanic dildo kit to make a total of four 14-inch Titanic dildo miniature smokestacks. While a woman pumps off her hot, hungry fuckhole with one of my Titanic 14-inch long replica smokestack dildos, smoke will come out of the back of the dildo. My Titanic dildos have a complex circuit board inside the dildo that will be able to detect when a woman is near climax. And just before the woman comes, my miniature replica Titanic dildos will emit an SOS Morse code message out the tiny piezo onboard speaker built 
built into the 14-inch miniature Titanic dildo, and it will blow a ship's horn. The woman using my amazing dildo will feel like she's being fucked by a third-class, big-dicked passenger on the Titanic as the ship is going down. Emily, would you like to try out one of my Titanic 14-inch dildos complete with smoke and SOS Morse code circuitry on your huge cunt? I will send you the complete set of four Titanic smokestack 14-inch dildos at no cost. These huge smokestack realistic-looking dildos will get you off. I just need your testimonial for the advertising. These are very romantic, functional pieces of history that I expect to sell hand over fist to bitches. Please get back to me ASAP. Love, Norman. P.S. I bumped into your big-titted little sister at the pancake dinner for bald, wheelchaired retards. Your big-titted little sister was mixing the flour, eggs, and milk in big vats in the back room. While she was mixing the pancake batter, I used a shovel and made a sex chair out of the pancake batter being used for the pancakes. And then I ripped off your big-titted little sister's pants, panties, shirt, and brassiere, and I laid her on the pancake batter sex chair. The sex chair kept your big-titted little sister's pussy propped up at a steep 45-degree angle, which made it easy for me to eat out your big-titted little sister's tight fuckhole. The pancake batter chair made it especially easy for me to give your big-titted little sister a delicious and deluxe rim job. While I was humping your big-titted little sister on the pancake sex chair, I humped her with my enormous schlong. And while I was humping her, your big-titted little sister made a dildo out of the retard's pancake batter, and she rammed the pancake batter dildo into my anus again and again. Oh! Oh! When you're walking down the halls and your balls hit the walls, it's a rupture.